Learning to swim is a magical time in a child's life. The excitement of the water, playing with friends, making memories on vacations that will last a lifetime. British Swim School has locations throughout the U.S. where we specialize in teaching anyone to swim, from babies to adults, beginners to those who need a refresher pre-summer. British Swim School's instructors make learning to swim fun with gentle teaching methods. Sign up your kids for swim lessons at BritishSwimSchool.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, Scar, one of the best Disney villains of all time. What do you think, Chris? I mean, is he like one of the best? I'd probably go Captain Hook. Really? Why do you think Captain Hook is better? He's literally the captain of all hooks. That's a good point. Scar has a scar on the left-hand side. But who gave him that scar? Was it Captain Hook? Maybe. You know what? We should sell this with a bracket. Welcome to episode 171 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. And today we are going to be doing a villain's bracket. We've had a couple people kind of reach out to our show. We got a new Patreon today, Maddie, and we had a couple people reach out to us on Facebook, which I'm going to talk about here in a minute, and through email. But a lot of people are liking the brackets. They're liking the game shows. They're they're liking us not doing the history. But I think, Alex, you might have some history with this episode, too. Is that correct? I just have some fun facts. I, you know, I can't go into an episode and not have something to say about these people. So I looked up some fun facts for each person to go along with it. Some of it is history. Some of it is just information that's fun to know. So right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Goof Troop. Go to DizHiz.com and you will find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. And we are going to be doing a giveaway next week for our Wax Melt. Um, not only do we give away a wax melt, we give give away Disney merch sometimes. Sometimes Chris is just handing out things around his house, you know. Um, true. Yeah, so, you know, for as low as two bucks a month, you can go ahead and join our group troop. And you can interact with us and our other group troop members in our Discord chat. So, yeah, go ahead and check us out at dizhis.com. And if you want to leave us a message or share a memory with us that we can share on the podcast, call us at 707-842-0345. That's 707-842-0345. Stop what you're doing right now. Break out your BlackBerry and send us an email at dishishistory at gmail.com. Let us know if we got any of the history wrong. Praise us when we get it right. Let us know if we missed anything. Give us some ideas for future podcasts. We'd love to hear from our listeners. So you can email us at dishishistory at gmail.com. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, please reach out to Scott at dishisscott at yahoo.com. Now, I know in the past I've been saying dishisscott <laughs> at what was, what was saying? This is Scott at Hotmail. Hot hot mail. Mail. And we're like, Hotmail? Why does he have a Hotmail? You know what? I'm sorry. We put him back about five years later. No, he has a Yahoo. This is Scott at Yahoo.com. So I kind of want to talk about uh, some of the messages that we have got. I, uh, we received a message from Michelle. And I, you know, the thing about our show is that we're in 170 episodes, right? So some, there might be sometimes people are listening to like episode 160, maybe episode 30, could be on episode 10. So doesn't matter. Send us a message. Um, you know, I feel like one of the great things about our show is that there's a lot of replay value in our show because you can always go back and listen to the Haunted Mansion episode and listen to the history in the Haunted Mansion and kind of hear our, our our thoughts on the Haunted Mansion. But Michelle reached out to us and she wrote often – this is going to be about um, 
which episode? This is going to be about Splash Mountain, I believe. But Orphan Black aired in the U.S. on BBC America. Tatiana won an Emmy for her roles on the show. She played clones, mm-hmm. each with the individual attitudes and styles. She was amazing in that show. So I think that was about the Splash Mountain episode. And then also Brooke reached out to us on Facebook. And she said, recently came across this podcast, and I love it. I love their banter and knowledge of all things Disney. I also like the segment at the end where they all state how their weeks involve Disney. Always looking forward to new episodes. And we do release new episodes once a week. Uh, not only that, I mean, I did a couple of things, Disney, which I'm looking forward to talking about later on uh, this past weekend, which was a lot of fun. But this week, we are going to be doing a villain's bracket. And I, Alex, I kind of like you're using what website are you using here? Bracket HQ. Yeah, I like that. So do I. I really like it a lot. Um, this is my first time seeing it. We didn't use this last time, did we? We did not. No, I, I, made, I made a really terrible bracket just on Word, and I just I did it <laughs> as it went along. And I was like, hey, I wonder if there's free bracket websites. And there was. Okay, so tell us, Alex, how is this going to work? So we have the villains, and it's not going to be on who's stronger or who is the best looking, which I don't know why we go on that one. Who is the most villainous of the villains? I mean, it is kind of who is the best villain of the villains, but it's just also what villains do we like the most? So, you know, we can have a powerful villain versus a non-powerful villain, but really it's what villain is the best Disney villain? So, I mean, that has a lot of different things to it. I mean, what do they do? According to us. According to us, of course. According to us. And unfortunately, Jen's not here today, and I was really looking forward to having her input on some of these villains um, in the 90s and stuff because I know she – she likes a lot of these movies that they're in, so I imagine she has a lot to say about it. So unfortunately, she's not with us today. But between the three of us, we'll figure out on this list which of these villains do you like the most. And of course, you're going to listen and be like, hey, you left out a villain. Sorry. We had to have an episode that wasn't three hours long. So I had to leave some <laughs> villains out. I tried to figure it out, so it made sense. I tried to even like have categories so I could separate them, but it just wasn't working out for me. So... I picked these villains as the top villains that I figured would move past other villains. So how is this bracket going to work? So we'll just start from top to bottom, work our way through, man. Okay, okay. So go ahead and give us the first uh, two. So the first two we... Hey, just so you know, no, Patreon members right now, that we have some watching us live, and we can see the bracket visually on the screen. So if you want to join our Patreon, go ahead and support the show, you know, and uh, you can also watch us live on Wednesdays when we record. Go ahead, Alex, sorry. So the first verses we have is Chernabog versus Ursula. Now, myself, I don't know who Chernabog is by name, but upon looking up who he is, he's definitely a villain we want to have in this, in this uh, bracket here. Chernabog is a demon featured the night on Bald Mountain, an Ave Marie segment of Disney's 1940 animated film Fantasia. Do you know who I'm talking about now from Fantasia? Chernabog? Can you picture him in your head? He's I know. You know, I know. Uh, yeah, I know Chinabog from the video game from um, Kingdom Hearts. Yes, he's in that video game and he's awesome. Yes, he's based on the god of the night in Slavic mythology. And Chinabog appears as a boss at the end of the world in the first Kingdom Hearts game. And then we all know Ursula, of course, uh, main antagonist from The Little Mermaid, which came out in 1989. Did you know in 2006, a platinum version of Little Mermaid included some deleted scenes that included a song titled Fathoms Below, which revealed that King Triton and Ursula are siblings? The storyline story was didn't. also used in the Broadway version of Little Mermaid. Wow. No, I knew I knew about that feature. You knew Did about you that really? feature? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I figured you were just joking. So yeah, we all know who Ursula is, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, I love these facts, Alex. This is great. And we got Chinnabog, right? Chinnabog. Chinnabog, whatever. 
I'm gonna call him, I'm gonna call him Seabog. Okay. So we got Seabog and Ursula. Yes. So uh, who do you guys? I think. Oh, come on, man. Seabog's got to win. I mean, Seabog's no. a demon. He's massive. He's huge. Right? right. Ursula. I mean, she grows to be super big at the end. But yes. I mean, she's she lost to a boat. <laughs> like, in, like in Jaws of Revenge, you know? <laughs> no, I think I think I get what you're saying. He's big and massive. He's a demon. And that's why I almost didn't want to put him on the list because I was like, he's a demon. But Ursula, she's so conniving. I think she could easily make Chernobog into being her her servant some kind because she has magic on her side. I, I vote I for Ursula. Know, man. You go Ursula? Are you she's for real a great right villain. now? She's a great villain. Oof. What are you guys saying in chat? Go ahead and Chris, what do you got? Let me hear your uh Oh, uh, without a doubt, Ursula. Your opinions me. in chat. What Ursula for you? Yeah, what? I don't like Chernobog that much. He bogs out first round. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I how I feel about this, but whatever. <laughs> Moving <Okay>. on. <laughs> Next we have Scar first Taka. Scar from the Lion King. Now Disney released some children's books which serve as prequels to the original film. In this Scar or Taka tries to get an angry water buffalo to humili- humiliate Ma- Mufasa. But instead, gave himself the iconic facial feature, which became his name. Scar in Swahili also means to wish or to want, you know, because he wants Mufasa's life. And then Taka, the antagonist from the film Moana. Taka is the destructive lava demon that thinks mankind is undeserving of the gifts brought to them by Tefiti. In Maori, Taka means the burning one. I mean, is Taka really a bad guy, though? I mean, she's just angry. She's just angry for a little bit. Well, she's angry until she turns back into... Defeaty. Yeah. Uh, so phew, this is a tough one. What, what do you guys think? Well, based on just the names alone, Scar uh, being a alternate meaning for something in Swahili, and then Taka sounding like you just got over a cold and you're trying to clear something out of your throat. I think Scar gets the vote for me. But also on top of the really um, deep yeah. analogy that yeah, I just went deep, into. Yeah, so deep. Um, I, I, Scar has one of the most underrated villain songs of all time. Be Is it prepared. underrated? I think so. Really? People, people never think about Be Prepared. I don't people know. Outside, oh, people, I think outside of our, people outside of our little Disney community here. All right. <laughs> let's, let's, calm, let's calm down in the chat. It's probably going to be blowing up right now. Be Prepared is it not is one of not the, my <laughs> host. It is not one of the, um, is not one of the, like the, uh, like if you say, yeah, you know, name, name, 10 great Disney songs to a random person on the street. They're not going to think be prepared. I, be prepared I agree with you. I think so. Song. I think so. And I agree with you. Scar, I think is the better villain just because of he's in Lion King. Lion Kings. I grew up on Lion yeah. Kings. One of my favorites to call, like you said, Joe to call is a vil- is, you know, powerful, but you can subside her to make her to again. So I think Scar is the better one. I, I think Scar also is the better hero. Um, no, I think to Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> villain. Uh, Taka, though, I love that scene where Moana sitting there and Taka's like this charging at her, right? And then Moana's just like, hey, you know, I think she just needs some love. I think she just needs and a She just gives a little love in and boom, and she's good to go. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that wouldn't work great. for Scar. No, man. Scar, he's evil. So I think, I think Scar's going to win for sure. So next up, we have Hades versus the Evil Queen. Now, Hades is from the 1997 anime film Hercules, and Hades rules the underworld. We all know Hades. Evil Queen, the first character to speak in Disney's first full-length film in 1937. She has many aliases like Queen Grimhild, the Wicked Queen, the Snow Queen, and Queen Ingrid. So who do you think would win between Hades? Not win, but who do you pick between Hades and Evil Queen? Evil Queen? Evil Queen? More like Lame Queen. Oh, Whatever, man. Oh, get, I'm going get, Hades. Get bodied. 
I'm gonna go with the evil queen. Hades, oh. Hades. I mean, Hades is goofy looking. Like, what is he gonna do? Scare people away with his looks? I, queen, evil queen, scaring me away with her looks. Look at that. And not only that, is Hades even a Disney character? I mean, he's now in he Hercules. Is. I mean, I feel like Hades was around before he was in the movie. He I mean, was. Part of he a, was around. Listen, Joe, everything is stolen by Disney. That's everything right. Is I don't know if you noticed the, the thing going on there. Is Disney likes to take things and make it theirs. That's not true. The Evil Queen was, was from Disney. Disney. No, it wasn't. Baltimore. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I'm gonna, my vote is Evil Queen. Okay, and Chris said Hades. And I have to break the tie. And I'm, I'm going to go with Hades. Because okay. Evil Queen is like, you know, she couldn't beat a girl who couldn't run in the woods. Like, she couldn't take her out. Snow White doesn't did not age well. The movie I tried watching it not too long ago. And it really, it's, dude, it's the like animation is right? so good though. In the beginning with the with the well scene, yeah, but her voice, man. Oh yeah, her voice is oh my gosh, yeah. But those Very green eyes though, and the hunter. I don't. I had to turn it off by then. I have no idea. What the, you're that's like about. the first like five minutes. Yeah, it was too long. So you didn't watch it. <laughs> did. I watched when she started yelling into the well. I feel like I Chris does a lot of his uh, animation so good in the shower then. too. <laughs> it, that's true. Did you watch it in the shower? It was half in the shower, yes. So yeah, I feel like like <laughs> like what happens is Chris goes into the shower to yes. watch movies while taking a shower, and then when he's done with the shower, he's like, "I'm done with this movie," and goes like he goes and does life. Oh well, yeah, it, it depends if it might be a two shower movie. So I feel like a, a pro, like a solution for your problem with watching movies is don't watch movies in the shower. Yeah, take or baths. maybe get a bath. Yeah, take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you almost done that bath? Yeah, I just got twenty more minutes in this movie. <laughs> So next on our list, we have Maleficent versus Shan Yu. Now, Maleficent, her name is derived from the, tel- the Latin word, which means evil doing. Mark Davis designed her robes based on medieval Czech illustrations. With the live-action movie Maleficent in 2014, she was the first Disney villain to have a movie based only on them. And then Shan Yu, the antagonist of the anime film Mulan, despite only having six minutes of screen time. Shan Yu, or Chan Yu, it's with the Zio Nu... I don't know how to say this, Chris. Do you know how to say this? Gosh. Chinese I know it's area. I know Zong New. Okay. So we're gonna say it wrong. The Zong New uh, leader is called similar to how the Mongol leaders is called a Khan. So, Maleficent or Shan Yu? I'm going with Maleficent. All day, man. She turns into a dragon. She how t- awesome is that? She does turn into a dragon. Yeah. A black Whoa. Charizard. <laughs> That's her evolution. Yeah. The last evolution. I know we're not supposed to go on looks, but Maleficent is hot. And I'm not talking about her human form, her dragon form. Literally. Shiny. So <laughs> yeah. Malefic- I, so you Maleficent pick Maleficent? For me. Yeah. yeah. I also pick Maleficent. Sean Yu is good. I mean, he's a good villain. Those, like, black eyes. I, I, when I was looking at Sean Yu, they're like, maybe his black eyes is because he got him tattooed. And I was like, dang, that'd be crazy. But um, Maleficent definitely is the one for me, for sure. Next, we have the Queen of Hearts versus Dr. Facilier. The Queen of Hearts, the antagonist for Alice in Wonderland. Despite being the antagonist, she only appears at the end of the film. Disney's version of the Queen of Hearts seems to be an amalgamation of the Queen from the books, as well as the Duchess and the Red Queen. And then we have Dr. Facilier, the antagonist for The Princess and the Frog. In the original script, Dr. Facilier was the son of Mama Odie. Only Dr. Facilier... Am I saying that wrong? I feel like I'm yeah, saying Dr. it wrong. Yeah, Dr. man. Well, Dr. you type, Facilier. you have it on the bracket as Dr. Fackiller. <laughs> I typed it wrong in the bracket. Okay. Fassler. <laughs> to fix it. Um, only Dr. Facilier called himself by his name. Everyone else refers to him as the Shadow Man. Ooh. Now, is it Facilier or Facilier? 
Because it's French, right? It is French, but no, I think he said Fossier. I think I I could be wrong. Uh, what do you What do you think, Alex? You can go first. Okay. Um, it's easy for me. I'm. I don't love Alice in Wonderland as a movie. I like it, but I don't love it. And Queen of Hearts is, I think, is a not great villain. So I go Doctor Fossier, the Shadow Man. I love Princess and the Frog, and I love him as a villain. And um, I hope he has a big part in the ride when they do the ride. Oh, me too. No yeah. doubt about it. How about you, Chris? I say. Off with their heads, the Queen of Hearts. Are you for real right now? Yeah, man. Why? Iconic. Iconic. Okay. Iconic. Okay. Iconic. She is. You see Queen of Hearts on more pro- on more merch than Doctor Facilier. Facilier. She is. She is iconic. I'm going to Shadow Man. He's my favorite bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I love um, the song. I love his voice. You know, like whenever he comes out at Mickey's Not So Scary and he starts singing, I mean, you know, it's about to go down. So I'm gonna go with him for sure. Um, next is going to be Prince John versus Mother Gothel. This I'm, is the first hard one for me, actually. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. to say, but I couldn't really find any fun facts about Prince John. That wasn't just historical facts. So about not the character from Disney, but the actual character himself. But so Mother Gothel from the film Rapunzel, Gothel's age is never revealed. But in the series, it is hinted that she is at least a thousand years old. Gothel nice. is designed as the opposite as Rapunzel. She has dark curly hair and dark red dress. First Rapunzel, straight blonde hair and light purple dress. So Prince John and Mother Gothel. I love both these movies. Yeah, uh, me too. You know, I love Robin Hood from a kid, and I love Rapunzel as an adult. So this is hard because, I mean, when you think of the villain, like who, who if I want to go like who's more evil, I mean, Mother Gothel, she kidnapped a baby and kept it in a tower away from the world. She was protecting her. All that Prince John did was try to get the taxes so that he could, Keep ruling the kingship while his his brother was out doing a, a not a raid but a um what's the word I'm looking for Chris a battle man he was in a war <laughs> he was crusade. in a war crusade uh, thank zoned, you I zoned out crusade yes so I don't know this is a hard for for me for sure anybody have an actual answer they know of I'm gonna oh, go yeah. Mother Gothel I'm gonna yeah. go Mother Gothel all the way yeah um I'll I'll sway you Alex wait well Chris what are you picking um well. You said Mother Gothel is a thousand years old. Reminds me way too much of my mother-in-law. So I'm going with Prince John. Because I hate taxes, Alex. You do hate taxes. Yeah. So Prince John is a real real villain to you. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's the real life villain. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, Prince John would be Chapek if uh, Chapek was a, was a Disney villain. Yeah. So character. Mother Gothel, man, kept that girl away from the world. I think she was protecting her. No, I think she was protecting her. You gotta live her, live her life. I think it's hard because Mother Gothel is the more evil, I think. Prince John, I mean, he's such a pushover and a, and a mama he boy. Is. Sucking his thumb, you know, uh, crying whenever you mention his mother's name. He's sensitive, dude. Come he's on. very sensitive. Nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna go with Mother Gothel. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> Next, we have Gaston versus Jafar. So Gaston, the antagonist from Beauty and the Beast, was originally going to be named Gaston Legume, a pun on pea brain. Gaston is actually <laughs> his last name, with Belle sarcastically referring to herself as Madame Gaston. Gaston was the first male Disney villain to appear in a Disney princess film. Then you have Jafar. It was designed by Andres Dea, the one we just talked about with Primper's New Groove, who originally came up with the Yzma design. And he designed his face to almost look like a mask since he's always hiding his true mm. aspirations from everyone he does. That's is awesome. Deceiving. 
In a deleted scene from Aladdin, it is revealed that Jafar had a similar upbringing to Aladdin. I think that was touched on the live-action film, no? Didn't he? I think so, yeah. Did he, 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 was, he was. He said we're, we're very similar. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's not that much on fun fact because everyone knows it. But anyways, Gaston versus Jafar. And I'm going to open up because I have a for sure one I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Jafar by a long mile. Jafar is is he's he's evil because he wants to take over the world. Gaston is evil because he's blinded with love and thinks he deserves things that he doesn't. But Jafar, Jafar thinks he's the smartest man in the room and thinks he deserves to be the ruler. Everyone else, I think uh, Jafar is a lot eviler. Uh, if that's even a word, oh, more evil saying it Nowadays. doesn't sound correct. Evil. I like eviler. I like eviler. And so, um, so I picked, and I like Aladdin a lot better than like Beauty and the Beast. So I picked Jafar. So Joe, Joe, you like Aladdin better listen, than Beauty and Beast? Oh, I love Joe, Aladdin. Joe, Joe, we're both on the same page here. I think that Alex couldn't be any <laughs> more Jafar off with his opinion. <laughs> it is for me and Joe. I'm casting both our votes for Gaston. Of course, man, it's be Gaston. Oh my gosh. I almost didn't add Gaston in this list, by the Why? way. Why? Why? Oh, he's, he's a great, great he's a great, great villain. villain. He's a great villain. I view he's almost a hero. A hero. He's You're almost right. a hero. Yeah, exactly. I view him as a hero. He should have killed the beast. Before we move on to the next round, our last is Cruella Deville versus Captain Hook. Now Cruella Deville was created in the fifties and was the first female villain to oppose a male protagonist. That male protagonist was a dog, but whatever. Cruella Deville is called of various things in different countries, like Crudelia de Mon. Her French name means Cruella from hell, and in Dutch, Ville means to skin. Now, Captain Hook, he was designed by Frank Thomas and was modeled after a Spanish king. The original Peter Pan story had Hook losing his right hand, but for Disney, it was changed to his left hand so he could still be capable of wielding a sword. Because I guess Disney didn't think lefties were a real thing. Well, Alex, actually, Ryan put in the chat here, and I want to read this. I was waiting for you to get the Captain Hook because it was uh, I didn't want it to get buried in the chat, mm-hmm. so I wanted to bring it back up. He put also fun villain fact: Scar's scar is on his left side, and Captain Hook's hook is on his left hand because villains are never right. Whereas oh. Anna's white streak is on her right side because heroes are on the right side of the story. Although I view Anna as a villain, but <laughs> they wrote her up as a hero. So yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. That is, that interesting. is really interesting. And it's a super Disney thing to do too. Super like, Disney thing to do after the fact. Yeah. Alex, why, why didn't you have that in your in the history? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't check with Ryan before I wrote this. Alex is on Wikipedia and says, "Oh, it's so he can hold a sword with his right hand." Because <laughs> the lefties don't aren't real. Couldn't he just do a sword attached into his hand? He did. <laughs> hook. Yeah. Chris, are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Alex, right-handed. Yeah, so am I. I can't. We're no, we're not I can't do anything with my left hand. It's useless to me. It's useless. I can catch with uh, like a glove. Oh like yeah, that's like, like, I don't think that counts though. Like every righty. <laughs> 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 so he said he couldn't do it. He couldn't do anything. Well, I was just trying to help him out. Oh, we got a, we got a villain in the chat. Nick is a, whole a lefty. Oh no. <laughs> oh He's no! So Halloween's coming up. Nick, we're we're about to hang out on Sunday. Now I'm kind of scared. What are you gonna do to me? <laughs> He's gonna come in all black and red. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Cruella Deville versus Captain Hook. Who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with good old Captain Hook. I Be- love Captain Hook. Before we move on from this, I do think it's interesting. I thought Cruella Deville's name was because devil. Right. Yes. But it's interesting that it was uh, what you said. Vil is to skin. Well, I mean, that's just different countries. It is devil. It does mean it oh. is the the play on words devil. Yes. 
Gotcha. But it just so happens in the Dutch, vil means to skin. Anyway, so, it should have been like 101 alligators or something. It would have been more realistic. <laughs> no one would have cared as much. <laughs> um, so I, I, you picked – who would you pick, Chris? Did you pick or no? I, I did not pick. Would okay. you like me to pick? Oh, Joe picked Cook. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Pick DeVille so you'd be different. That's TikTok coming for the bracket because I'm picking Captain Hook. It's Captain Hook, so I don't have to vote because Captain Hook moves on. Well, who I, would you have voted? I for? would have picked Corella Deville. I Why? I think I think she's a very she's very villainous. She's more scary than Hook. Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oops, can I go back? Oh my gosh, you just ruined the whole bracket <laughs> for those listening at home. Uh, oh, there we go. There we Alex go. <laughs> casted a false vote for Corella Deville to go into the next round. Okay, so moving on to the next round, we have Ursula versus Scar, Hades versus Maleficent, Doctor Facilier versus Mother Gothel. And Gaston versus Captain Hook. Now let's go down to top. Let's go back to Gaston and Captain Hook. So we're going to go oh, from the very... Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, why not? So what we got? Ooh. Gaston versus Captain Hook. I know my vote. Now, I didn't vote for any of these people. I didn't vote for Gaston. I didn't vote for Captain Hook. And if Jafar would have moved on, he would be Captain Hook. Credoville moved on, she would be Gaston. But we have Gaston versus Captain Hook. Now, because I do like Peter Pan. But I also like the movie Hook more, which isn't Disney, correct? I don't think so. Okay. Do love that movie. And it's titled Hook. So I got to pick Captain Hook. So I'm going to go with Gaston. I love Beauty and the Beast. First off, Hook only has one hand, right? <laughs> I, mean, what, I mean, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? I feel like I can take on Hook, right? All I'm going to do is like this. He has one hand. So Gaston for sure, 100%. Gaston eats like, what, 12 dozen eggs or something like that? Yeah. Uh, has like a huge neck. He's, he, Gaston's going to tear him apart. Okay. What do you, you got tiebreaker, Chris? This is really hard. Because, okay, a lot of you know I never watched Beauty and the Beast until a few years ago for the first time. And I loved it. And I love Gaston. And I really like that song about him eating the eggs. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, it's a good song. It's a good song. Captain Hook. I loved Peter Pan growing up. And Captain Hook was very scary to me, especially with TikTok. But when I think of both characters, I just so when I see Gaston, I see him flexing, right? That's his signature move. But the signature thing that I see is Captain Hook in a crocodile's mouth, losing to a crocodile. And someone that terrifies me, Captain Hook. Wait, what? Him losing to a to a crocodile terrifies you enough to vote for him? Yeah, dude. Not the crocodile. crocodile? No, because I associate him with the I associate him with the crocodile. Okay, so Hook moves on. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that it's it so bad. Lose. It's so dumb. I don't know, man. I really, I think, I think Captain Hook is really scary at the parks. Yes, the Captain I, I, Hook. I think the Captain Hook meet uh, mascot yes. is very scary. Gaston is a joke at the parks, and Captain Hook is terrifying. Okay, I, that's understandable. Yeah, it's <laughs> scary, man. Um, next, we have Doctor Facilier versus Mother Gothel. Does anyone have a uh, go-to on this one? No, this is a hard one too. Really? I'm gonna go with the doctor. Doctor. Doctor's my favorite. My favorite villain. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the doctor. I think he's gonna have. You know, first off, he's super cool. His songs are awesome, uh, and I think he's gonna play a big part in a new Splash Mountain um, retheme. I hope he does. I hope he does. Well, doctor. Doctor is a. Mm, he is a doctor, but but uh, and doctors do know a lot. I will give you that, but. Do you know who knows best? J. 
Joe? <laughs> mother knows best. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with Mother Gothel. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Chris, you make a good point. Mother does know best, but my mama doesn't know one harder. I'm picking Dr. Facilier. <laughs> I promise you, if Captain Hook wins this bracket, I am. I might. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I might cry myself to sleep. <laughs> okay. Next, we have Hades versus Maleficent, which I think is a hard one because they could go toe to toe with each other. I think because Hades is Hades is a god, and Maleficent can turn into a dragon, and uh, she has a whole army on her side. But I guess Hades uh, kind of has the undead army. Because every person who's died ever. Yeah. He has, but he doesn't control them because he they pulled him down at the end of Hercules, so he doesn't fully True. control them. Um, I think I'm gonna pick Maleficent. I, I, Hades is a god, but when you put when you take his Disney character, he he relies on his two terrible henchmen too much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to get his hands dirty. But Maleficent will take yeah. you out on her own. She yes. will swoop yeah. down and remove you. She don't care, man, from the world. No. She She's, don't the honey care. Ba- She's the honey badger. She's like the honey badger. And I haven't seen the Maleficent movie or the sequel, but I w- I'll pick Maleficent for sure. Go ahead, Chris. Well, um, when you go to a parade at Disney, do they roll down a giant Hades that breathes fire down nope. the street? They don't. Who, nope. Yeah, who do they roll down the street? Maleficent. Lock it in. What? Maleficent. Dun, dun. Oh, lock dun, it in. He's got- they yeah, I'm gonna go Maleficent too. I'm gonna go Maleficent. Oh, yeah. the sweep. She's iconic. She is, man. She's 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 mean. She's she's mean. She's a this mean is, uh, lady. This could be the hardest one of the second round. Ursula versus Scar. I feel like they're both terrible. Not really. Not terrible. I feel like I mean Ursula shouldn't have made it. You know, I mean her. What's her weakness? Boats, right? Scar. What's Scar's weakness? <laughs> Oxygen. Scar's not yet. Yeah. Scar's just smart. Yeah, oxygen. <laughs> and Scar's just smart, right? So, you think this is going to be hard, Alex? No, I picked Scar easy. Scar? Okay, what do you think, Chris? You got Be Prepared versus Poor Unfortunate Souls. Great, both great songs. I they know. are. Both great they songs. Are. I know. Little Mermaid's one of my favorite movies, but so is The Lion King. I mean, if you think about it also, remember, isn't there like a video somewhere where on the Little Mermaid ride, Ursula, like, her head falls off? Yeah, she's not really yeah. built to last. She's not, man. She's not built to last. Scar was eaten by his own. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Scar, if you really think about it, Scar has probably one of the most dramatic, uh, violent death scenes in a Disney movie. Yeah, they said Jafar has one of the worst because of the way he like he looked like he was electrocuted and stuff when he was uh, sucked into the lamp, but... No, I think, I, think I agree mom. with you there. No, 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 no. I'm talking about bad. Scar killing I someone. Like, I, oh, him killing someone. Yeah, yeah man. No. I, I thought you were talking about when he when he got oh. eaten by the hyenas. And Did any of these going villains actually the kill anyone? Sean Yu yes. was a murderous uh, guy. Um, no, hey, I, no, I guess not. Oh, Queen of the Hearts. <laughs> she tells Those people to get off their heads. Ryan, Mufasa had it coming. Really, Ryan. <laughs> That is, that is dumb Ryan, by the way, in the chat. Scar killed his own brother. We have so brother. many Ryans. And whenever I throw my wife off of anything, I always say, long live the king. <laughs> it's a very so... iconic scene. Very iconic scene. Yeah, Scar, Scar may be the only one that actually went through with a plan that was successful. And then he had to wait for 
Wow, you're right. He had to wait years until someone, his Mufasa's heir came back. Calculated. Took him out. All right, Scar for me. Scar moves on. Did you pick Scar, Joe? Um, yeah, I'm, I pick Scar. Okay. All right, so that brings us to the final four. Scar versus Maleficent and Dr. Facilier versus Captain Hook. I'm going to go with Scar versus Maleficent at first. And I feel like this is a hard one because Scar, we talked about how bad Scar is and then how bad Maleficent is. Um, of course, it's going to happen when you think of a villain bracket. You'd like, oh, we know who's going to win. And it's unfortunate, but I definitely have to move Maleficent on past Scar. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to move uh, Maleficent also past Scar. I mean, Scar's just a, a lion. Maleficent, big dragon. Blues, uh, she blows fire out of her mouth. She has a freaking huge dragon at Magic Kingdom in the in the parade. Maleficent, one hundred percent. If I didn't pick Maleficent here, I'd be a lion. So, I'd be lion. Gotta go, Maleficent. Oh man, that's funny. And then, and then, last is Doctor Facier versus Captain Hook to see who moves to on to face against Maleficent. Okay. Um, Doctor Facier, Captain Hook. I voted for Captain Hook last round and Doctor Facier last round, but I definitely. Choose Doctor Facier, Shadow Man. I know he he failed at his job was taking into the Shadow World, but I think he'll come back stronger than ever. Well, the person that I'm picking, Alex, has friends on the other side of the ocean. I'm picking the captain of all the hooks, Captain <laughs> Hook. Who'd you pick, Alex? Again, Doctor Facier. Oh, I'm going with the, I'm going to Shadow Man. One hundred percent going to Shadow Man. I wanted Captain Hook to win this whole bracket. Why? So Why? He's a great dude. First of all, because it'd be hilarious. Second of all, <laughs> who does, that that creepy mustache, the creepy hair. Yeah, because what, man? He made fun of me on the cruise ship. I'm he, he's not. It's horrible. It's a horrible person. I know. Yeah, You're right. Exactly. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, yeah, think about it. So that leaves our final. Which, you know, if you were looking at brackets and you were, like I said, you know, who's gonna move on the farthest? Maleficent, of course. And then Dr. Facilier, which I didn't know was going to make it this far. I, I know he's a great – I like him a lot. And uh, so I think um, – I think uh, man, it's hard to dec- decide between these two. Does anyone have a, a resounding decision? Yes. So, go ahead, Chris. Well, I just, I just think uh, as far as Disney villains go, uh, might not be the most popular movie, but she's definitely the most popular villain. She's iconic. She is the uh, the centerpiece of Fantasmic, right? I've never seen Sleeping Beauty as a movie. I'm going strictly based on um, on villains, and and you know what? And uh, Steve brings up villainous. Who's in the first villainous? Okay, so hold on. So I pick Doctor Facilier. Chris picks Maleficent. Alex, mm-hmm. you have oh, the tiebreaker, man. I what do. are you? Gonna, what are you going to choose? The creator of the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come, I got point out life here. I got to point out one of our patrons, New Ryan, said uh, Maleficent's literally mad because she was she wasn't invited to a baby shower. That's that's her uh, big bugaboo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love those like <laughs> I love those like uh, stretches on movie plots. That that's one of that's a really good one. That was fun when you did that, Alex. Remember when you were doing yeah, that? that was, the Marvel ones. Yeah, that was good. The what? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was funny. Uh, yes, Tara, I have seen both these films. Um. In the last five years, for sure. And, uh, man. Wow. Yeah. Maleficent and Dr. Facilier. I, if I was picking because of which one I like the most, it would be Dr. Mm. Facilier. If I was picking because which one is more powerful, 
it'd be Maleficent. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I like the underdog. And everyone would pick Maleficent if they were given this bracket. And they would say, we know who's going to win this bracket. Maleficent. Well, guess what? The Diz His doesn't know. Wait, we do know. We do, <laughs> we don't go with what everyone thinks. We like to zig when people zag. And Dr. Facilier is going to win this bracket. Oh, my gosh. You know, okay, what's, I'll take it. I'll take you know it. what's really cool that, um, that I just realized is that Dr. Facilier won our villain's bracket and Tiana won our princess bracket. Wow. Wow. We love Princess and the Frog. Yeah. They're good characters. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of it. It's, it's hard for me because I didn't love Dr. Facilier. I only saw Princess and the Frog once. So I, you know, but I love Tiana. She's definitely up there with my favorite princesses. That's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. But uh, huh? but a lot of these like hit home for me. Like Captain Hook, loved him growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Maleficent, I just respect the biz. But I I respect the do- do- doctor, uh, as Alex wrote it, Faciller. I I respect him as champion. <laughs> Hopefully, Doctor Facilier has a chance next year against this Doctor Faciller. <laughs> You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to DizHiz.com and on top, there's a link. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is this is review. Review. So this week for D Plus, we are going to be talking about the Chip and Dale movie, the new movie that's out. Oh, the new just one came out recently. Yeah, the new one, oh. uh, which I'm excited to talk about because I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think everyone here has seen it, right? Chris, you yes. saw it. Alex, yep. have you seen it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Chris, what do you think about this movie? Chip and Dale loved it. It was so good. I love that kind of humor. I love Andy Samberg. I uh, the guy who directed it wasn't it. It's one of the Lonely Island Boys, right, Alex? I'm pulling it up right now. I think it's is it Keeve? Akiva. Yeah. Yeah. Keeve directed it. I just love that type of dumb humor. Yeah. And like, like, show me, show me ugly Sonic in any movie. I'm gonna die laughing. <laughs> like that. Like, I just, I love so good. that type so of humor. Good. Like that, just Lonely Island SNL type humor, and they yeah. incorporated it into a family movie. The bootlegging idea. I just loved how it was, I love satirical films and satirical shows. Like I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think just satirical shows are so funny to me and just like making fun of everything that's like stupid and silly. And I just love that. It's kind of like Muppets humor in a way because Muppets, yeah. you know what I mean? I like that type of humor. I thought it was a really, really fun movie and I thought they executed the movie perfectly. And you're right. It's kind of like Muppets humor. And that's the reason why I thought I think that people like it. Uh, I do feel like so I, overall, I like the movie. It was a good movie. I do mm. feel like they were trying a little bit too hard. It was just kind of like boom, boom, boom down your throat. I thought that uh, was on purpose. I thought it was intentional to do it on purpose. I mean, do it like forcefully a lot. Maybe that type of movie. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think for my, in my opinion, I mean, it was good. I, uh-huh. It's a, a good movie, but it was a little bit too much um it's a little bit uh but i loved it i also love you know like the snl type humor i love the muppet humor i love the story was great i love that's like you said like you know the um, ugly sonic you know some of the <laughs> like the the other characters that they had in it were just so funny yeah they really took advantage uh, of parody law yes yeah parody law for sure <laughs> yeah and oh it had a good story like overall it had a good story not only did yeah. it have those jokes like it had a pretty good story it was like a little bit of a twist at the end right wasn't there like a twist yeah there was so. yeah mm-hmm yeah, a little and twist. Um, I really liked it. We've got a preview of E.T. versus Batman, which I'm really excited for. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, E.T. is going to win so bad. Um, what do you think, Alex? I, I thought it was I thought it was a fun movie. Now, I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie. The storyline kind of in the middle dies down in the middle. I uh-huh. think um, it's a great beginning. It's a good ending. The middle kind of dies down a little bit, but it is a good movie. I would definitely watch it again in the next couple of years. For sure. Just the actors are in it alone. The voice, the actors that do the voices is amazing. Yep. I mean, they have so many, so much talent in this movie doing the voices. Uh, the scene, just the scene for Seth Rogen is hilarious when he's in, when he has all of his Disney characters in one scene that he does a voice for. I mean, that was, oh, that was yeah. hilarious. And then when he was running in like early 2000s animation. Yes. Or like his whole character was like early or late 90s or early 2000s, like Polar Express type. Uh, and it was, it was really <laughs> funny. Because <laughs> yeah. we were talking about that, how we don't like the Polar Express like animation. Yeah. It was yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was funny. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend watching it. It is a family mm-hmm. movie. Um, I would say we watched, I watched my kids. I had no issues watching with my kids. And uh, like I said, the parody law makes it them able to make fun of so much stuff that you're like, how did they get away with this? Parody law. That's simple. And uh, yeah, 
Ugly Sonic is the best. <laughs> hey, uh, Alex, can you uh, do you still have the, the page up? Do you can you tell us some of the voice actors and, and actresses that are in the in mm-hmm. the movie? Yeah, so we have, uh, of course, you said Annie Sandberg. We have John Mulaney as Chip, Will Arnett as Sweet Pete. We then have Seth Rogen as many characters that Seth Rogen has voiced for Disney. Uh, Tim Robinson as Ugly Sonic. J.K. Simmons as Captain Putty, which was a great. I'm character. sorry. Wait, who was? I'm sorry. Who was? Um, who was? Uh, Ugly, Ugly Sonic? Sonic. Tim Robinson. Okay. And oh, I know. I know Tim Robinson. Yeah. Uh, Keegan Michael Key as Frog Coworker. Dennis Hasbert as Zipper. Uh, Dennis Hasbert is he is from a commercial. I'm forgetting which commercial he's from uh, right now. And of course, there's a couple other actors. I didn't pull up the whole list. Um, here, but that is a few of the lists, and uh, those are some awesome voices. Didn't wasn't a fan of the uh, female cop, though. Oh, she was horrible. Yeah, she was she a really was, bad actress. She was pretty bad. Yeah, like she was she was actually bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was for sure. Yeah, like she when when she was talking, like the cartoons are listening, you could tell that there was nothing there. Right, like, it was like yeah, yeah was, some of the some of those scenes were painful. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Is it? No, not at all, actually. <laughs> I wrote her a letter after the movie. Oh, good. What was her first name? Uh, officer. <laughs> um, uh, this will be a cutout because we're done, but did you see, did you ever watch that show with Tim Robinson? I think you should leave. Yes. 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 <laughs> the, so the, the ghost, the ghost scene one is funny. It's also funny. I, I my favorite one's still the first episode with the interview with the door. Oh my god, that one's so where you going the wrong way. And the guy who crashed the car into the shop. I don't remember just, that. He's just like a hot dog, and he's driving a hot dog car. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I, I didn't watch the whole series. Uh, I didn't watch, I watch the whole series. series. I just seen a few. Oh, scenes. yeah, it's really funny. Okay, so that is D plus. I think it's that one's a good one. Okay, and then we got this week in Disney. Oh, a Nick travel update. Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, we can hear Perfect. you. Oh, did you get a new mic? I did. Oh. Dude, you sound Did you get the mic? Did you get the, which one did you get? No, I got a different one and it lights up. Oh, oh look, we're, cool. just like, we're twins now. Yeah. We've got the <laughs> RGB mics. You sound really good. Yeah, yeah it does sound really good. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Okay, Alex. Um, so for the what we did in the world of Disney. This week, we're going to have Nick join us from Sandpiper because he has some pretty awesome news, actually, that Disney just announced today about cruising. Uh, so he'll kind of join in and talk about what he did in the world of Disney. But we'll start off with Chris first. Chris, what did you do in the world of Disney this week? The most Disney thing I did this week was I almost watched uh, Lightyear. I uh, sat down and ended up watching Practical Jokers anyway because it was a little too late. So, but I almost watched Lightyear. Uh, haven't seen it yet. Really excited for it. That was the most Disney thing I did. The only other Disney thing I did was terrifying news to me. Uh, Alex sent me an article saying that Disney's coming out with the trading card game, like like Magic the Gathering. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, gonna have to open up a new uh, maybe Target credit card for that one. That's, uh, that's I, I feel be like dangerous. it's. I feel it's gonna be kind of like Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom, you know, because that was almost like a collecting sure, yeah, yeah. You battle. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in the parks, you're know, battling like bosses and stuff like that with your cards. So I think it's probably very similar to that, but I can't wait for that either because you're right. I'm gonna be spending a whole bunch of money. Oh on that. my gosh! If they come out with like Pokemon does with like cards that you could, you know, have a small chance of pulling and stuff, it's 
I think that's what they're going to do. News. I would, I would think, right? I would I definitely, I would definitely mirror Pokemon versus Magic. I don't think they're going to be able to break into the card game, but the card collect is, yes. I think, would be better for them. I agree. I think I'm really excited, and that's going to be like uh, Alex uh, in the article that he sent me. It's going to be, or it's uh, rumored to be announced at D23, which is coming up in a couple of days here, right? Awesome. Yeah. And okay. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, I did not too, not too much. I did watch She-Hulk. I'm all caught up on She-Hulk and, uh, so far She-Hulk is pretty decent. I know everyone was complaining about the, the scene of her twerking, but, oh, I liked uh, it, it was funny. like a, it was like a, first off, people who don't watch the show don't understand. It was an after credit scene. It didn't have anything to do with the show itself. It was kind of like a throwaway. It was kind of like a, it was kind of like a, a comedy. Cutting bit. room floor. Yeah. It was like a comedy bit. They little, they did there. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, but the show itself I think is pretty entertaining. Um, if you haven't watched the new show yet, I, I recommend it, but there's a funny scene when she gets mugged and uh, she okay. forgets she's She-Hulk and she's like, help, help. She's like, oh, wait a second. And she turns to She-Hulk and just beats the crap out of the people. <laughs> and it's like so funny that she like, she forgets, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm powerful. I can do whatever I want to people. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's pretty decent. Of course, like, as we know, the, I think the CGI is not amazing, um, for her to be in every scene and be the She-Hulk, it doesn't blend well with the live action around her as well as it should. Um, but I think Hulk is kind of the same when you think of him staying next to live action people. But, um, you know, they have a bigger budget, so it blends a little better. But I do recommend it because so far I think it's I think it's pretty decent, pretty, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And now, then that's about it for me. Alex, before you stop talking about She-Hulk, mm-hmm. I do want to just bring up I hate 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 the sexism of the of the show we have all these double standards that that after credit scene was hilarious i mm-hmm. thought with her yeah, dance yeah. with Megan stallion everyone's online oh this is so corny and this and that i saw this tweet and i was like everyone praised this scene but hated this scene it was the scene with zemo cringy dancing in the middle of the dance floor and in, in uh, falcon and the winter soldier Remember oh that? yeah yeah thing everyone's yeah, all yeah. laughing so much about him dancing it's not stupid or anything and yeah. yet she hulk dancing oh no can't yeah. do this you're right you're i right. think the, i think she's doing an awesome job Love her as a hero, and yeah, the CGI sucks in some scenes. I think it's more. I say daylight. sucks, man. No, I, I, I mean, it, not sucks for, up to, for Marvel standards. It sucks. Okay, from, it looks okay. like it. Lo- it almost looks like a CW show at some points in the in certain times, and sometimes it's fine. But the show is so fun and entertaining to me that it does not take away from it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now you know we're recording on as we do Wednesdays, and so it's uh, the seventh, and so tomorrow the eighth. Thor is released on Disney Plus, and I cannot wait to watch that. I'm excited to hear your opinion on that. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait. So next week on This Week in Disney, I'll have that to talk about. Cool. So Joe, what did you do this week? So this past weekend, I went to the beach club and spent uh, a, a couple days out there. Got to use the huge pool, which the pool is just massive, and it's sand bottom. It's beautiful. Wow. The The slide is uh, – it's one of the best slides, I think, on property. It goes super uh, – it goes super fast, right? Uh, it's also super long. Wait, Joe, I'm uh, sorry. The, the, the resort's called be- the Beach Club? Yeah, it's Beach and Yacht Club, but we're, oh, we were okay. staying – Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We, we were staying on the beach side. There's like a yacht side. We were staying on the beach side, oh, right? Okay, cool. Uh, the resort is beautiful. Um, we went to Boma one night. We ate at Boma. That was a lot of fun. It was really good. It's my favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. You like that um, peanut rice, Nick? I d- <laughs> we usually typically go for breakfast. Uh, so I, that I can't remember. Is your breakfast really good? 
breakfast. We do remember fun. breakfast. It's the best breakfast at Disney, hands down. What the, is it that you really Disney. like? That would you say at the breakfast? Um, I just like that it's African style food and like the eggs that you get there have like I think goat cheese in it and oh, mm-hmm. chives and stuff. That's so just it's very unique twist on breakfast. Plus, you get ham and all the yeah. We um, does it have biscuits and gravy? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the traditional African food, biscuits, gravy. <laughs> Listen, man. <this> is... <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Joe, you can back me up. That peanut rice. Oh, the peanut rice is delicious. And I also had some of that soup. The um, what soup is that? The oh gosh, what do you? I think it might, Joe. Did you tell me to try that peanut rice? Yeah, man. I think I did yeah. tell you to try oh, it. It's God. really good. And there's a soup there. It's like really. It's like butternut squash soup. I think and it tastes like dessert. It's just like straight like vanilla icing in a soup form and you just eat it. it's delicious oh, i had like yeah, two yeah. bowls of that i had i had like five zebra domes i didn't eat all day i was saving myself for, for this right so <laughs> i went to boma like full out like and ate like a pig delicious then the night after we ate at beaches and cream and we did the kitchen sink challenge which is like eight scoops of ice cream one can of whip uh whipped cream um bunch of fudge caramel chocolate it has like two brownies, four cupcakes, all these different things, like this big bowl of ice cream. And the, tr- the challenge was the, um, the, cha- the challenge was that it was Trevor and I versus five other a- adults, right? So it was, it was two adults versus five adults. They came out, did the whole thing where they shut the lights off and they, they, do, they shut the lights on and off and they kind of walk around the kitchen sink around the whole restaurant and they put it in front of us. And the, our waiter was awesome, James, amazing waiter. You know, he, he was sitting there when he was – because he, he, they get to make the, the kitchen sink. So he's just putting everything in it and he's holding <laughs> up everything. He's like, look, he's like pointing at the brownies. He's putting it in there. He's putting chocolate sauce in there. We're like, James, man, just calm down, like putting our, putting the stuff in our sink. And he's going back and putting like more things in there, like extra stuff in it, you know, like laughing at us. It's all one of and, one. Like it's custom for. Yeah. Like, they make, they make it for, for whoever orders it. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's sitting there <laughs> like before we did the challenge, we were like, Hey, like what's in this thing like for sure so he's like he's like i'll show you so you kind of like went to the back and he was like holding up everything that that, that, that goes in it you know we're like oof but we actually ate about 90 percent of it we ate almost all of it and we beat the the other adults at the table we had people coming up to us like all around the restaurant because they announced it they said that they pretty much announced that we were going to like challenge each other like these two people versus these five people the kitchen sink challenge and people were kind of coming to see like our progress throughout the whole thing. And at the end, they, they were like, oh, you know, we didn't think that you were going to beat them. We didn't think that you were going to eat that much. And we ate like a lot of it. And I can tell you that weekend, I pretty much sat around and did nothing like in the pool. And I, you know, had a good time. I drank. I ate food. Right. If I would have worked out that day, if I would have like worked out and actually did stuff that day, I, we could have finished that. No problem. So I'm a pig. I'm, I, I am a pig and I can eat a lot of food. I'm I saw your guys' video. Uh, well, I saw your guys' video, and you guys were like weighing to see which one weighed less that you could. Have, <laughs> we did have a, a, an advantage, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that was a lot of fun. The, the the pool was a lot of fun. It was a great weekend. Uh, this next weekend, I think we're gonna go meet Nick over uh, from Sandpiper. We're gonna meet him. Where we're we gonna meet you at, Nick? Um, we are staying at the cabins at Fort Wilderness. Um, this time it's my first time staying there, so I think we'll probably meet up there and do a pool day or go to Disney okay. Springs and hang out. So yeah, Pretty that sounds awesome. In the morning, so we have um, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party Sunday night. So 
Yeah, we'll probably meet up there and hang out at the pool. That I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and that's pretty much all I did uh, this week. And I'm looking forward to another big Disney weekend because you know I'm going to go see Nick on Sunday. And then uh, Monday, it's my anniversary, so we're going to Magic Kingdom. And we were, we might be staying over at Bay Lake Tower again. Uh, so, yeah, that's 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 pretty much my week in Disney. So how about you, Nick? What did you do in Disney? Um, Besides the usual watching whatever my daughter watches. <laughs> Over and over right now, it's Bluey on repeat. Which yes, is super let's go. Cute show. I love it. Um, but other than that, I'm just super excited for this week in general. Um, Disney Plus Day is actually tomorrow, um, the 8th. So I know this is being recorded ahead of time, but a lot of great announcements coming out with Disney Plus as well as D23 this weekend. So, um, my one of my agents actually lives in LA and it's actually setting up in a event at d23 so he'll be there so i've been seeing some sneak peeks of that so, so we I know, yeah, we have disney plus day right which thor love and thunder is coming out pinocchio i think is coming out tomorrow yeah. but there's no also way. like a wait are you serious yes yeah pinocchio. i think so yeah yeah, yeah. but they also just released today uh something about cruising with disney plus right nick yeah so um if you are a disney plus subscriber um starting tomorrow they are having a giant sale from january cruises on january through april um we don't know all the exact details of everything yet it's going to be released tomorrow so we can see pricing but the third and fourth guest in the cabin are free um disney has not done anything like this since i've been a travel agent but um yeah so you pay for your first two guests in the cabin the third and fourth guests you're basically paying taxes and fees that's pretty awesome Uh, that's pretty awesome deal um so like i said they haven't done this in a long time and at least to do kids sell free promotions back in um like 2012 maybe but um, it's almost like top, half price yeah yeah it's um so um it's only on the fantasy the dream and the magic they're not doing it on the wish or wonder sailings but um so excited to see those sale prices they also tease to us as well too that disney parks is going to be doing a special winter sale as well so um, be on the lookouts. Follow us on Same Piper Vacations. I'm sure Joe's going to post some stuff on his page with the sales that are going to be coming out tomorrow. Yeah, yep. Well, we will. And like you know, reach out to Nick. Reach out to us. We'll we'll get you on a boat because they are. If you've never been on a Disney cruise, they uh, are they, they are fantastic. It's not yeah, a boat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, every single time I say that, Alan uh, is always. <laughs> he always says that to me. Yeah, we've already gotten a lot of requests today just by that announcement. Because, um, as you know, Disney cruises are not very cheap, um, but this price is going to be uh, definitely a lot more affordable for people right now. Yep. Tune in next week for the Hall of Presidents. Really looking forward to this. And Ryan, one of our Patreons, actually did a lot of the history for this one. So, really looking forward to it. So, that's our Disney villain bracket. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.